gives us to come and share the word of God. We trust the Holy Spirit that it is already His will that we begin the day in the word of God and study Him from the scriptures. When you look into the word of God, you always see the vision of Christ and this is our major, major burden that we have towards you to see that we bring Christ to you. To see that we bring this Christ for your enjoyment. This is Freedom Experience Ministry and the life of Freedom Experience Radio. I am Pastor Dennis and I'm here to take you into this wonderful experience of the Word of God. I trust God that even when we, we, we are in the Word, we get uh, nourished, we get empowered, strengthened. And uh, even the Spirit of Grace is teaching us this wonderful experience that we have in Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. We trust the Holy Spirit that whenever whenever we, we commune in the Word, whenever we are in the Word of His grace, we are nourished, we are empowered, we are always strengthened in the inner man, in the name of Jesus. And this is what we believe. This is what we believe that whenever we contact the Lord in the Scriptures, there is building up, there is nourishing, so allow me to take you into the word morning in the name of Jesus Christ. We are talking about Christ uh, being our everything and we're supposed to enjoy him. The message says that seeing the vision of the all-inclusive Christ, seeing the vision of Christ who is in us. Now we all know that Christ is in us, the hope of glory, because Colossians 1.27 says that this mystery is that Christ is in you, the hope of glory. We have Christ inside us, but is he going to be there as something of, uh, um, dormant, not uh, usable? No, he's supposed to be for us to use. It's supposed to be for us to commune, to fellowship. Praise the name of Jesus. The Bible says that he is in you. Remember? It says Christ is in you, the hope of glory. He's in your spirit. And what are you going to do with that Christ? So I want you to open your eyes and see the vision of this all-inclusive Christ. The vision of the Christ that is in you. Learn to use him. Learn to take him every day learn to mind about him learn to know that there is someone in me so that you surrender everything unto him praise the name of jesus the message says in the book of philippians chapter 3 verse 7 you are going to read through verses verses 10 11 he says philippians chapter 3 verse 7 but what things were again to me those i counted loss i counted loss for christ i had some things paul says I was glorifying them, I was celebrating them, but when I accessed Christ, when I came encountered Christ, those things that were so much to me, those things that were meaning to me, I counted them lost. So we see that Paul calls these things loss. He says that they, I counted them loss for Christ. Every day we need to see such things and we learn to count them loss if we are to gain Christ. A lot of people have, have been born again. They have received Christ is in them, but they are still uh, celebrating other things outside them, even things that are good. 
even things that are spiritual gifts, they are, they are still meaning so much and they are taking even the place of God, the place of Christ in their day-to-day -day life. Praise the name of Jesus. But Paul, after he, he, he discovered this wonderful secret, he began to drop other things. He began to see that there is nothing important like uh, other than Christ who is in me. Then he says in Philippians 3, 7, those things which uh, were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. It was for Christ's sake. He began, maybe he had gained a lot of uh, doctrines, a lot of uh, philosophical teachings, a lot of teachings. Uh, he had gained maybe fame, he had gained maybe he had a lot of stuff. Like you can be having a lot of things you have acquired in this world and at a certain time you encounter Christ. Now you will not always um, like um, gain and remain with these two things at the same level. You have to drop uh, one thing and you have to diminish and dim, dim, uh, minimize one thing and celebrate another. And in this time, it is Christ to be celebrated. It is Christ to be lifted high. It is Christ to be uh, like to, to make him to have the preeminence in your life. You see, it says that yes, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. I want to excel in the knowledge of Christ, the one that is in me. Therefore, I need to count all other things loss. This should be our daily practical living whereby we are learning to count other things loss and excelling Christ in us, the knowledge of Christ that you have acquired. I'm talking about the experiential knowledge, not this objective knowledge that we get from doctrine, theology, Bible school, that is which, which is outside you. But I'm talking about the experiential knowledge, the subjective knowledge that comes from experiencing the truth you have acquired, experiencing the Christ you have discovered. So he says that, I began to count other things lost. I saw a vision of this Christ with everything. I discovered that this Christ is in me. Now I must celebrate him because he's all inclusive. He has all things that we need in this life. You understand? So he says that I have suffered loss. I have suffered the loss of all things. I know that such a situation at a time is not good. When you are suffering loss of other things, those things that you valued, maybe you have spent years gathering them, maybe you have been, that is your area of expertise, and now because you have gained Christ, you need to put them aside, lower them, no, you are not um, like celebrating them anymore, you might keep using them, but they are on the lower level, you understand? Maybe you had friends, Maybe you could do, spend more time in game, in sports, and now you have acquired Christ. You begin to see as sports as second option, then Christ is always number one. He has to have the preeminence in everything. He's supposed to be the firstborn of everything. He's supposed to be number one in everything. Maybe you had a wife you loved and you have a wife. Now you have Christ that has come in and is in you. Then this wife begins to get the second place. Christ comes in the first place. This is what Paul is saying, that I began to count other things lost. I began to see them that they cannot mount up to the Christ I've received. Praise the name of Jesus. He says, I counted them, but done, that I may win Christ. 
There is a difference between receiving Christ and winning Christ. Because here Christ is like a prize you are uh, after. You are running to achieve Christ as your prize. And Paul is showing us that there is a difference between you receiving Christ and winning Christ. To win Christ, it means that when the race is set, you are running after one thing. You want to win that prize. You are doing whatever it takes, no matter how long the, the, the race is, um, no matter how aggressive the race is. You say, I want to win Christ. He says that I began to suffer loss, um, suffer loss of all these things. Um, to suffer loss, it doesn't mean that these things are not important in your life. No. They might be important. I've talked about the wife. I've, you may talk about the children. You may talk about your business, your job, your education. You may talk about money. Those things are needed in our day-to-day -day life. But if you want to win Christ in your life, you, may, you begin to see that these things are now uh, useless, empty, without Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. So the Bible says in verses 9 that, And I want to be found. It says that, I want to be found in Him. So there is a lot of work to do after receiving Christ. You have got to win him. You have got to see the excellency, to have the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. You see, you received him. Now you are learning how to walk in him. Just like Colossians 2.6 says, If then you have received Christ, walk you in him. Be rooted in him. Be grounded in him so that you may abound. You see, there is a lot of work after receiving Christ. Most of us, we have not seen this as a work. But the message today says that we need to have this vision of the all-inclusive Christ. To see him in every area. When you look here and there, your mind is set on Christ. You see, the Bible says that he will keep him in perfect peace. whose mind is stayed on, on, on me because he trusts in me, says the Lord. That is Isaiah 26. When you fix your mind on Christ, you are minding on Christ, you are thinking about Christ, you are meditating, you are speaking Christ, you are working out Christ, you are walking in Christ, you will be kept in perfect peace. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that I, I want to be found in Him. When problems come, they find you in Christ. They cannot, uh, like they cannot trouble you. When fearsome situations come, they find you in Christ. He says that at whatever cost, I want to be found in Him. Not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. And verse 10 says that, that I may know Him. Now, the knowing Him here, Paul is talking about, is not the first knowledge he, he got when he encountered Him. We all have the knowledge about Christ because you have preached the gospel, uh, you received the gospel, you got saved, and they are talking about Christ, you know him. But now, Paul is talking about another knowledge, what we call the subjective knowledge, the experiential knowledge, whereby you and, the, and what you know, you are one, you are part of the, that which you know. The knower is part of what he knows in a subjective way, in a living way, in a practical way. He says that I may know him. I want to know the power of his resurrection. Okay, they have been teaching about the power of resurrection, but I want to experience this power. I want to practice and to live out this power of his resurrection. Where and when are we going to need the power of resurrection? 
remember that the power of resurrection is the most effective and most powerful power whereby it can over, uh, overcome any situation, it can endure all things because this is the greatest and utmost power, the power of his resurrection. It cannot fail. So Paul says, I want even when such things come my way, difficulties come my way, I want to know Christ. I want to know his power, how it works, how it can deliver me from such difficulties. He says, and the fellowship of his suffering. I was not I was not there when Christ was suffering, but I want to commune with his suffering. What was the outcome of his suffering? I want to fellowship within his sufferings. Praise the name of Jesus. This was the depth of Paul's research. He says that I want to, to have a fellowship of his suffering. To be part of it, I wanted. I wasn't there, but I want to see the. Ex, I want to see the outcome. It says being made conformable unto his death. I was not there to die with him, but I want to be found unto his death. I want to be conformed unto that death. It says, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. So I've showed you one man who excelled in all the apostles in knowing and experiencing Christ. So this makes uh, Paul one of the most effective ministers because he wanted to be part of the one he's preaching. Perhaps you're wondering how uh, this understanding of Christ can help you in a practical way. You have told us that we should have a vision of Christ. How can it help me in a practical way? Now, if for a period of 30 days or one month, you are preoccupied with the revelation of Christ in Colossians, when you read the book of Colossians, it will show you a lot of uh, the revelation of Christ. I tell you, you will be revolutionized. You will be reconstituted. There is going to be a transformation in you because you are focusing on one thing, to know Christ who is in you. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. When you begin to pray over these messages that we have been sharing with you in the book of Colossians and even other books concerning Christ, concerning the experience of Christ, I tell you, you are going to to see that this fellowship is so important. Praise the name of Jesus. You learn to have fellowship with Christ. You learn to have fellowship with the one which is in you. Just as you would like, you would like to commune with your wife, to commune with your loved ones, there is someone inside you. You need to learn to leave him out. You need to love to fellowship with him. You need to learn to speak to him. People might ask, what are you, what, what, whom are you talking with? But because there is someone inside you, you begin to speak. You begin to speak in tongues, you begin to pray, you begin to speak words. You ask him something as if he's someone outside you. I can testify that this is going to be tremendous. This is going to be, you are going to have uh, a difference in your life because you are now seeing the vision of the all-inclusive Christ that is going to, that is pervading within you, into your being, is saturating, filling your being. You see? You begin to uh, apply him in every area of your life. Praise the name of Jesus. This is going to constrain you to love the Lord the more because he's now not the Lord which is about, about, uh, outside you in the heavens, but the one that is for you to enjoy. The reason that's why the church has missed this wonderful experience is that we have this outward mind, outward knowledge whereby we think that Christ is in heaven and I am here on earth, but he also gave me the Holy Spirit. So we want to see everything at that level. 
but we need to see the vision in the word of God. Whereby the Bible says, the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You have to have a vision that says that he who is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. Those scriptures will teach you how to know that the one who is objectively in the heavens is also subjectively living in me. So what am I to do with him? See that vision and begin to use and utilize and apply Christ in every area of your life. I know it might take time because it can even take years for you to learn to live out Christ. But this is the way forward. This is the reason as why we are having a lot of teachings and trainings, discipleship. Uh, all these doctrines, if they cannot show me how to live out Christ, then they are useless. You know we have started because we have started because some years back they say that if you are not educated in the word if you have not gone to theology if you have not gone to bible school you are nothing you don't know what you're talking about after going there for our theological teachings and other teachings now we have occupied teachings in our minds we know only teachings we don't know the christ which the teachings are talking about. We don't know that Christ. We know the scriptures. We have failed to come to him. That's what he told them in John chapter 5 from verses 39. He told them that you have searched the scriptures. You, are, you know from Genesis to maybe uh, the entire Old Testament. But you have failed to come to me. So we have a lot of Bible scholars, even in we are doing our best to teach the body of Christ. The teaching ministry is doing whatever we can. We are teaching them the, the beauty in the gifts and even in theological teachings. We are teaching them discipleship. But if we end there, people will not come to Christ. They will not win Christ. They will not gain Christ. This is what Paul is telling us that at a certain level, I began to call these other things losses because I wanted to gain Christ. If my teachings cannot help me to gain Christ, they become useless. They become done. If my theological knowledge will not point me to Christ so that I may gain Christ, that is useless. Praise the name of Jesus. So we, we need to come to such a realization. Praise the name of Jesus. So we see that you begin to learn to love the Lord and begin to speak to him. Say, Lord, I love you because you are everything to me. Lord, I love you because you are everything to me lord there is no need for me to struggle you see i don't need to strive to do anything oh lord just teach me to love you i don't because you mean so much to me you begin to speak to your spirit to minister to the lord within you you begin to say lord you are god you are the firstborn of all creation now you have read the scriptures you know now apply them lord i think you are the firstborn of all creation praise the name of jesus Lord, I know you are the firstborn among the dead. I know. Now let me see this vision. Become number one in my day-to-day -day life, in my application, in my practice, in my living. You see, you, you begin to learn to pray read the scriptures. Begin to learn. You can even begin with the book of Colossians because it, it is showing us Christ. It is concentrating on Christ. It is teaching us to drop other teachings, other doctrines, other beliefs, other traditions of men, other human knowledge, so that we may gain Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. So you begin to pray, read Colossians, maybe for 30 days. You pray until all the aspects that you have seen uh, the, of Christ are that are revealed in the book of Colossians, they are saturated into your being. 
the aspects you read in the book of Colossians, uh, Philippians, Ephesians, Galatians, they are saturated into your being. This is what we call experiencing Christ. This is what we call enjoying Him. So the message today is emphasizing on you, having a vision of Christ, even when you are doing your day-to-day -day work. Praise the name of Jesus. We do not need, we don't need to... We do not need regulations. You don't need regulations uh, that are out from without. You don't need teachings. We need to be infused. We need to be saturated with Christ as the all-inclusive one. Oh Lord, fill my eyes, fill my mind, fill my speaking, fill my walking. Be like uh, the way blood is flowing within me. I want you to saturate my every area of my life. You begin to say, Lord, I don't want to be filled with the outward regulations of the law or teachings. I want to be infused. I need to be saturated with the Christ because it's all inclusive everything is in christ we have been seeing seven scriptures praise the name of jesus now if christ is infused into you you will drop all other things you begin to drop every other thing and you begin to celebrate christ you drop every other thing they become secondary praise the name of jesus everything that is not christ you learn to drop it and say christ you must have the preeminence the preeminence in me you see, you will be constituted uh, with Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. Christ will be your constitution. You'll be made up of Christ in your very being, even, even every day. You learn to drop religious mentality, religious teachings, religious attitudes. And uh, because religion gives people doctrines. And if we bring religion in, in Christianity, if we take Christianity as a religion, we are going to give people doctrines concerning our Christianity, concerning Christ, concerning what. And this, this is what religion gives. Religion gives people doctrines. It teaches them how to behave, how to do this, how to do how to do that those are outward regulations but if you take a time and study the book of Colossians, plus other three books like philippians uh, ephesians and galatians those four books they will show you what it means to experience christ praise the name of jesus now um we should learn to take this christ as everything to us this christ is already in us but we need to see him know him and be filled with him be saturated with him and become absolutely one with him because this is the desire of our master the lord says that they may be that i that, that they may be one that they may grow and mature and come to that level that stature of his son jesus christ so we need to do one thing forget other things but we need to see that there is a christ in us that is a revelation. That is a vision. There's a Christ who is already in me. I need to see him. I need to know him. I need to be filled with him, to be saturated with him, and become absolutely one with him. This should be our vision. I tell you, begin to see uh, the wonderful experiences of why you got saved. You need to see that vision. Today we have some good things in the church that are most of the time distracting us. Everyone loves the manifestation of power, the manifestation of spiritual gifts. Even me, I love, I love spiritual gifts and I, I, I always pray, Lord, may you give me more. But I want to tell you there is nothing as the end result as seeing a vision 
that there is a Christ in you. Praise the name of Jesus. We are to mature in Christ. We are to mature in, uh, in the Lord. We are to be perfect in Christ. We are not to be perfect in any other thing. We are not to be perfect in, no, in doctrine. We are not to be perfect in, in the gifts. We are to be perfect in Christ. By the time Paul presents, he says, let me read for you one verse before I stop. In the book of Colossians, uh, there is this verse whereby Colossians chapter 1, uh, verse, from verses 27, 28, 29. I want you to see something. The reason that's why Paul is reminding them it says that verses 27, 28, 29, I'll read for you. It says that to whom God would make known what is the riches of what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. So the mystery was Christ is in now in us. You see, Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Then verse 8, 28 says that whom we preach. Once I discover that there's a Christ in me, I begin to preach Christ. I warn every man concerning this Christ, with this Christ. I teach every man, it says that we teach every man in all wisdom of this Christ, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Every man at one time must be presented before God perfect in Christ. Paul never says, even though it is Paul himself that is talking about the beauty in spiritual gifts, how we are to desire spiritual gifts. But Paul, when it comes to transformation, he says, I want to present every believer perfect in Christ. We need to be perfected in Christ. And if we want to be perfected in Christ, we need to be saturated with Christ. You become what you eat. When you eat Christ's messages, you will become Christ. He says that I want to present every man perfect in Christ. And he ends in verse 29 saying, Where unto I also labor, I labor, striving, I strive according to his working, which works in me mightily. Paul knows that even the working within him was the working of this Christ. He says, I labor that I drop other teachings. The soon as why Paul is laboring, it's because it's not easy to drop other things and concentrate on Christ. It is something that it, to some people it appears to be boring because it is as if the message is the same. But we are disciplining ourselves to learn to present Christ to people. Praise the name of Jesus. So that we drop other things. We might be knowing them, but we excel in preaching Christ. This is what Freedom Experience Ministry does. May the Lord bless you. I am Pastor Dennis, Freedom Experience Ministry. Experiencing Christ. Be blessed.